What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Wind down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. So we're not in the same location today. Um, welcome to Wind Down. I am in England. Catherine, Kristen, where are you guys at? Nashville. Nashville. Not in my closet this time. Last time I talked to you remotely, I was in an empty closet. <laughs> I just have to in an empty background, but I'm at home in Nashville. This feels very weird that we're I don't doing like this like this. Mm-mm. Well, I'm I such mean, a bugger that I have withdrawals when you guys are not in the same room as me. So I'm like, this is fine. Like I'll do it, but I need to like hold you. Yeah. No, this is, this is, this I usually is just get like a, 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 you know, an update when we start and then a little update after, like I need an update on your life. Like what's going on in your life, Jana? I haven't seen you in forever. Talk to us, Carmen San Diego, because last week <laughs> we were also in England. What? And I haven't even talked to you since before then. So like, give me something. What's up with your life? Give me something. Um, so I'm, I'm back over in England. Um, yeah. Had the, had the weekend off and what do you want to know? Okay. <laughs> okay. So she has a, a gentleman friend in England for the people okay. that are listening that missed an episode. And it Did might you be say, 
It went so well the first time. Our little jet setter is back international. Time out. Did you guys see the Instagram that I put? Uh, 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 that's next. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's just okay. hold. Please hold. We have to talk oh, about that. Wait, you're in Scotland? No, I'm in England right now. I went to Scotland for two days because he had two off days. So um, what did you do in Scotland? Want to share? Went and saw this beautiful cathedral. It was so pretty. Um, visited a few people and uh saw like this really cool it's called like necropolis or something but um these like old cemetery grave sites from way back in like the 1300s i mean it was just it was so cool um (laughs) it's you know what's so strange though is the last time i was in scotland (laughs) was with my ex and we were it was for my best friend's wedding one of my best friend's wedding amy And it was just, you know how like you have those moments where you're like, never in a million years getting out of that rental car of, you know, my ex trying to drive in Scotland. Did I think, oh, in, let's see how, in in four years, I'm going to be here with my boyfriend. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Can we go back to that? I'm so sorry. It was emotional. You've been to Scotland before, but boyfriend, is this why we have a... uh picture yeah yeah made it hand holding official i can appreciate the protection that we have given this gentleman as he is dapper and sweet and good-hearted soft he's a national he's a national treasure over there he's a sweetheart and yeah no so yeah i i am i am not single so Oh, wow. And it is wind down official. <laughs> yes. I mean, she didn't even like hesitate with my boyfriend. But isn't that weird though? Like, have you ever had those moments? I mean, I'm sure like in situations where you're like, I, I like, it's just so funny how the, the life in the world works. It's like, I never would have, I mean, to be back in that spot and, and, and it's like, or, or like, you know, four years ago to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be here again with, you know, I'm going to be divorced and, and then I'm going to come back here with a boyfriend who grew up here. Yeah. That's like, crazy. it's just like, I don't know. I had just like that moment driving, like, this is, this is very, it's interesting how the world works. I think it's important for people to hear that because I've gotten a lot of, um, I get a lot of your people that reach out asking me about like, you know, cause we've talked about divorce and stuff and then. And I always tell them, I'm like, you have to, especially because I've been really passionate about this little movement I made about one more minute with like battling depression. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you just don't even know all the goodness that is coming to you. Like those dark times you could, I, I mean, you guys, I sat on a floor in an apartment in Kansas city and I thought about ending my life. And on the other side of those minutes was two babies and a mm-hmm. husband and love again. And, and, and a lot of BS too, I'll be honest, like our industry is hard and it's hard to be married in our industry, but it's also like, there is so much, like when you say I get out of a rental car with my boyfriend who was born in Scotland, like, like what? Yes, because you can never, you just don't know. And that's like the fun scavenger hunt of the way our life works. No, but it's true though. And I think like, I mean, we've all been in those moments. I mean, shoot, like however many, you know, two, two and a half years ago, like I'm on the ground, like crying my, my eyes out. And like, I don't think anyone's going to ever love me. And I'm, you know, who would, who would want to be with me? And I'm, um, you know, I'm never going to find love again. I'm unlovable. And it's like, I think 
you know, the lesson in all of this is like, that's just not true. Like you, you will find love again. And and this might, I don't know if this is my forever person. I've got some things that maybe one day I'll share if it comes to fruition, but like, you know, it's like, I, I'm going to just, I'm not going to push away love just because I've been hurt before. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to, and if it doesn't work out, well, you know what? I'm going to learn a lot of lessons and I had a lot of fun along the way. I so think it's I'm noting too, Kramer, that you were like, for a long time, you were like, no way would I do international boyfriend. <laughs> so I think it's worth noting that at some point, maybe our own rules are what stand in the way of us meeting and, and enjoying another human being, like the person that you have now as a boyfriend. I just want to keep saying it. Um, because once you decided to like, let that hurdle not be a hurdle, look at you, you're glowing England. I know I mean, it's truly, I mean, I, I, you know, even like when I was on that app, I was like, no, they live in a different country. Like, no, no, no. And, you know, even with him, I said, no, like, I was just like, no, I just like, this is it's just silly. I, I'm a mom with two kids and I live in Nashville. Like this, how would this even work? And something about him just, you know, I was like, okay, well, let me just see, you know, like what, what does a conversation hurt? Right. And, you know, now he, there's something, well, I don't want to say too much, but I, it just, this just feels different. And again, if it doesn't work out I, and I hate to say that, but I just, I'm, I'm realistic to the point where, um, I want people to know that no matter what, like you will be okay and you won't be alone. You and and to let love in, whether you end up getting hurt or it's your forever. I think that's like something that I've really realized because again, I was so just like, I'm not, I'm never going to be loved. I mean, even, you know, our friends that have gone through, like we've all felt that way. Like we're unlovable and we're never going to find love. And once I found peace within myself and not like having to have that, it kind of found me. Well, I think you also believe that no matter what happens with this relationship and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're going to be fine. You are going to, and that's just so different for you. You know what I mean? And like you it took a lot of work for you to get there to truly believe that. And I think in my personal opinion, I think that's what's made it so easy for you to jump in because you actually believe that this time. That and this one's different. Like I'm not like, I would pull so many tactics to like try to push someone away because I didn't, it's, it's almost like I almost didn't believe that I deserved it. And also like, I just knew they would leave. So, or they would end up lying or or doing something. And so, but I'm, I'm just who I am in this relationship is who I've always wanted to be. And what I've always like, I always said, like, I have a lot of love to give and I've, I like, I like, I want to give my love to this. And it has a safe place to land this time. Yeah. 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 And British Airways is so happy to have you. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I'm kind of like, okay. And that's my back of my mind. I mean, people are like, or, you know, like how this ever work? And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm not even like putting stress on it because it, it's just, I'm just enjoying where it's at right now. And I'm enjoying feeling this way. And and why I'm out here so soon is because we're trying not to go more than three weeks without seeing each other. So, um, yes, it was a week later I flew out here, but, but only because I can't come back for, cause you know, weekends and Jolie's, you know, there's 
things that I couldn't rearrange. And right now he's with his job. He can't come. So, um, you know, I'll have to do more of like the bulk of the flying for the next few months, but I'm excited about it. And, um, you know, in three weeks, hopefully I'll be back and yeah. Bring him to us. When does he come to us? Yeah, that's my next question. I feel like you're keeping him over the pond on purpose, Kramer. Bring him to to meet him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it just depends like with work and stuff. Ugh, you're just not giving too much, which I'm like really proud of, but then also the people want to know Kramer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm happy. And I think that's the, that's the piece where I'm just like, it just feels really nice and just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to put too much like pressure on it and I just want to enjoy, enjoy it. Would you and- like to give your listeners any hints about this person or any information at all? Like any, um, for this is an Easter egg for Ooh. a long time ago. Mark had asked or had told me who he thinks I should end up with, what sport, and he's right. I remember this. I wish Mark was here. That was good. We need Mark. That was Easter egg. So if y'all want to go back, you can find it there. Good one. (laughs) I wish everyone could see the group chat that happens while we're talking (laughs) because iHeartLA is like, yay, wow. (laughs) Everyone's so sweet about it. Yeah, no, but Mark, Mark was like, I would really like to see you be with someone who X, Y, and Z played the place. Yeah. So yeah. Now everyone exits this podcast and goes back to (laughs) re-listen. Uh, but well, you yeah, look very so. happy, Jana. Thank you. I'm like I'm. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. I mean, I've never done done long distance, but again, I'm just enjoying being happy, and it's all good. Like there's there's going to be lessons learned along the way. I'll learn things out whether it works out or whether it doesn't. And um, I think that's the piece that I know either way. Like I'm okay. The one thing I love, love, love about long distance, which I know is like the double-edged sword, but Preston and I did a lot of not seeing each other for a really long time until we saw so much of each other that we made a million babies. But (laughs) we, you have to have trust. You build a different level of trust with each other and a different level of intimacy and intention because you can't pick each other up for a date night. Yeah. So there's really cool about that. Yeah. And I'll never get into a situation again where I can't trust someone because I do not like who I become. Um, And so, but there's something, again, something is just very different about this relationship that I have like zero worries or fears. I'm just, and and if something was to happen again, I'm like, all right, like, thanks for showing me who you are and I'm out, Yeah, you know? So, and again, I'll find the lessons in it. So Oh, Kramer, Kramer. Not, so, but I'll be home in a few days and we'll be together next week and it'll be great. So and we'll go from there, but, um, bring him to us. Yeah. Hopefully one day, but we have Dr. Lakey on, he's a plastic surgeon, you guys, but he wrote a book, which I think is really cool. Um, basically about loving yourself. Cause he's got, um, he's got some kids. And so I think that's going to be interesting. It's called No Body is the Same, a book about body positivity. So we're going to get him on. Um, Chris and I know you've wanted some things 
in the plastic surgery area, um, which I think you're beautiful. You don't need anything, but I I know how we all look at ourselves and your noses grow forever. That's all. I just need to talk to him about a little tiny touch up. Do they really? They do. Your nose and your ears. I think that's true. And then your face shrinks. Oh, well, that's, that's right. That's a lot. Like when you get old, like when you see older people, it's because their face is shrunken in, but they're no, like, I don't, to the nose. So then maybe that's just why the noses look bigger. I thought well, you're kind of, we need a doctor. Yeah, we need a doctor oh. in here because this is all misinformation. <laughs> Can someone call the doctor? All right, let's get Dr. Lakey on. He's part of the Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, Dr. John Lakey, co founder of Beverly Hills MD. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Dr. Lakey, how are you? Fantastic. Good morning. Good morning. Um, okay. I have, well, we all have a lot of questions for you, um, but, and I want to talk about your book, but I first want to talk about, can I, we talk about the plastic surgery side of things first? Of course. Okay. So what do you specialize in for plastic surgery? Is it, is it all surgeries or? 
Um, started off that way, trained in everything and, and operated from head to toe, and then slowly found my niche. So I'm really neck up, my partner's neck down. So just makes it easy. Great. I'm going to a combination of both partners. I've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes for a, a, a quick recovery, we'll say. Um, yeah, listen, I just found my, my niche. I, I really enjoy operating the face. I think it's very detailed and uh, there's a lot of artistry and finesse involved. And uh, so I just tended to gravitate towards that. Have you found an increase of um, face plastic surgery since filters have entered Instagram? Definitely. I mean, I, I think a thousand percent. Um, I, the, you know, now the interesting part, especially in Beverly Hills, I mean, we get all kinds of requests, but uh, I have people that fly in from all over the world asking to look like a particular filter. And um, I think that with the advent of social media, although it's amazing for extrapolating data and getting your information as quickly as possible, I think that our perceptions of what beauty is and um, you know, what a, a human should look like has, has drastically changed. I think, you know, some of the concepts are still there. I mean, they'll, they'll always be prevalent in society, but now some of the altered, uh, you know, facial features based off of a filter, it, you know, it's, it's amazing to me. So, um, you know, I, and that's ultimately where I started this, this kind of, kind of this idea. I have three toddlers of my own. And so, um, it's hard being a plastic surgeon and telling them, oh, listen, you, you know, you're beautiful the way you are. And as they grow, it will be more difficult, especially, you know, in teen years. I mean, I think that, um, you know, our perception of uh, our own self and our own self-worth, our own self-beauty can greatly influence our mental status. And so this is how depression and eating disorders and anxiety, uh, you know, image disturbances, body dysmorphia, all the, these things develop uh, at a relatively young age. And I think that now watching <laughs> young teens uh, and preteens stare at their phones incessantly, um, I think we're going to be in for, for some trouble. So then are you having conflict kind of then in yourself with what you do and then and then being in the you know position, obviously, as a dad and, and everything else? You know, the interesting part, I'm, I'm definitely not working myself out of a career. That's, you know, I think there's always a place for uh, even cosmetic surgery, definitely reconstructive surgery, but there's definitely a place for cosmetic surgery. I think that if you're comfortable in your own skin and you have tried to do something uh, to better yourself, and there's one thing that bothers you, and, and, and everybody has it. I mean, we have supermodels that come in and say, look, this really bothers me. And you'll stare at them and think, I, I don't quite understand. But, you yeah. know, everybody has that within themselves. And, uh, you know, for the 16-year-old that's getting bullied because, you know, her nose is crooked or too large. Or, uh, you know, for the, the boy who's trying to play sports, he can't breathe or... You know, I, I think that there's always going to be a place for plastic and reconstructive surgery. Um, I just think that the the trends are going so far off the track that, um, you know, to it, frankly, you know, I, I think some of it's becoming ridiculous. Well, I'll <laughs> I mean, I'll call myself out where, you know, I remember I was. I was waitressing. I just moved to Los Angeles. I was 19 years old and I was waitressing at this um, 
I was doing like this Red Bull thing at this plastic surgeon's house. And I said, if there's one thing you could do to my face, what would you do? And he goes, your nose. And ever since then, I've been so self-conscious of my nose. Even so, Catherine, who's at the top, there's also my manager. I'm always like, oh no, I hate that picture. My nose looks big or my nose looks big. And so since these filters, I'm like, I have this one and I go, oh wow, I, I like my nose better in this filter. And so it's hard for me, but I'm like, but that's so awful that I'm like wanting to use this filter because I like the way my nose looks better in it. But then when I turn it off the filter, I'm like, ugh, and then I don't like myself. And then I'm then I'm just like, I throw my phone because I'm like, this is, I get like insecure. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yes, which, you know, and listen, we can all take a step back and say, you know, that's obviously ridiculous. You're, you're gorgeous. The, cool. the thing is, even with, you know, when you look at the Halle Berry's, when you look at the Jennifer Aniston's, where they have subtle, fine, uh, you know, we'll say refinements. Um, I don't know that that is necessarily as bad as, you know, trying to create a cap filter or a, you know, the pinched tip, you know, where it's clearly not, it, it looks like more of an avatar than it does a human. Um, I, I, again, I think, what I enjoy doing is those subtle refinements, making them look as though you were born with them. And these aren't things, again, we all obsess about tiny little things. It doesn't mean you don't love yourself, but there are certain instances where, you know, you want to improve something. And that's where, you know, there is that conflict where, uh, you know, I, I, I start off by saying, listen, and this is the base. You have to love yourself first for who you are then you choose to change something that's completely fine. If it's to the point where you're a recluse because someone has commented or bullied or you know made reference to something that you thought was normal until someone brought it up, it's a different ballgame. And I think that as a society as a whole, you know, if we approach, there wouldn't be such animosity, there wouldn't be such divide, there wouldn't you know, be such stratification if... Everybody was as accepting. It doesn't mean you can't change something about yourself. I mean, it, because that's more of a personal decision. It's not yeah. that society is making. Yeah. I mean, I got a boob job last year and it was one of the best things. I, I love it. Like, I'm just like, this is, it's not that I didn't like my body. It's just, but now I'm like, I'm more confident. And, and definitely I'm like, oh. you fill out clothing, you, yeah. you know, it's, it's a complete different uh, mentality. So again, there's nothing wrong with that. I, that's never what I'm going to say because that's yeah. my job. But I do think that if it was that someone had told you, look, you know, you're pretty, but if you really were a C cup or higher, you'd be a lot prettier. The, the idea is, you know, again, when we focus on something that we want to improve in ourselves, whole different ballgame than when society is pressuring you into it. Right. I mean, Kristen, you kind of um, talked about wanting to do things. Everything. What if, mm. And what if love comes to you and says, like, I know when Jolie, if she asked me, I'm obviously I'd be like, hey, when you're older and those, those are your choices. But I mean, is that like, how would you like, where's your stance on that? Well, this is what's tricky for me because I've always, it's interesting that he talks about, <clears throat> I just really, first of all, I really enjoy your perspective on this a lot because it is about loving yourself first. And I'm, I just turned 41 a couple days ago. <clears throat> I really birthday. like Thank you, Capricorn Nation. I really, really, <laughs> I love myself. I think I'm a wonderful human. Took a lot of work 
um, to say that, but I have always wanted my nose done. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you, I, I would say that it stems from, here's a quick, funny story. My mom had a dream when she was pregnant with me that she gave birth to a nose. And that is because my mom and my dad both have these like huge noses. Well, my dad passed a year ago and I have since gone like, well, gosh, if I change too much about my face, then he's, you know, like part of that is so it's your lineage too. And recently went over to London and to France and we have some French in us too. And I thought, well, man, that's what makes us us. You know, I feel like we're such a copy paste society here that it sometimes makes me sad because we're losing all these really beautiful, ethnic, wonderful parts of our lineage by the way we're changing. All that to say, I do get injections. I love Botox. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough. Um, Amen, sister. I mean, <laughs> nothing, a lip never hurt anybody. Um, yes. And listen, there's nothing wrong with slowing down the aging process. And, and you know, the funny part is I, my specialty is really rhinoplasty and facelift. So this is all I do all day long. The idea is this, that... Um, you know, obviously, when we look at someone, our, our brain takes the better half and naturally replicates it. And that's why the common phrase, they look better in person. Most people hate themselves in photos because it doesn't do that. When you look at a nose, it's a secondary characteristic, believe it or not. And that's why when you wear a mask, all your friends and family know exactly who you are because they see this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as a society, I think it, that will always be prevalent. Um uh, Making minor changes does not change your ethnicity, does not change your personality. It may give you some more confidence. And uh, undeniably, it, there's no reason for it. But um, I think the when we start as a, a whole and say, look, you're fine if you do, you're fine if you don't. That's a different ball game. I think right now society is saying, this is what is beautiful. Uh, put this filter on to make yourself more beautiful. And that's where we're kind of, you know, again, running off that track. And uh, I will never, ever say that there's anything wrong with, if you say, look, I just want to change my nose a little bit or do, by all means, that's, that is what I do. That's my job. Um, But the, the, when I look at some of these little kids and even I see five and six year olds, and they point things out and say, why, you know, why is that person like that? Or why, you know, I think teaching them early that we're all different, we're all unique, and we're all special, we're all beautiful. Uh, it gives you that confidence. So then when we get into our teenage years, no one is really, you don't see that group off in the corner that doesn't talk to anyone because they're, you know, they've been shamed so much that they can't express their feelings or personality. Um, you know, we have less mental health issues, I believe, as a, as a result of that. And so once we can make it past those teen years, you know, the, the world's your oyster. You can, is, now it's a, a different mentality. And so, you know, you can change anything about yourself. It's for yourself. And I think, uh, you know, as an example, we'll have patients that come in and the husband or wife is saying, okay, he needs this or she needs this, 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 this. And you're looking at them thinking, uh, you know, you I'm going to let it. them talk for a second just so they can tell me what they truly want. Because, um, you know, it just puts a bad taste in you. Well, yeah, they also need a lawyer. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worth returning would be wonderful. And yes. everything that I've wanted to do is truly just for myself. The nose wouldn't be a new nose. I, I don't ever want to look like a different person. I just want to mm-hmm. look, like, I want to look like maybe I did my makeup a little different and I didn't. And that's exactly it. You know, it's tiny, a permanent, uh, uh, you know, well, well, it's a permanent conflict. How old are your kids? I have twin boys that are six and a half and I have a little girl that just turned five. Yeah. With our daughters, um, Jana and I have talked about this a lot too, because like, I never want to not look like my kids either. Mm-hmm. And I've done a really good job of dominating the gene pool. <laughs> and I, so they look a lot like me and I'm like, well, I never want us to look not like we're related. So I think that's also really important too. And I would, I'd have to be really careful about how I approach it. I think your view on everything is so beautiful and wonderful though, because it is a little Thank bit you. frustrating. We live in this society where everything is so copy paste. I mean, I have like a trainer. I'm working out. I can't get my butt any higher. I can't get my hips any higher. <laughs> and then you find out all these cheats that everyone's doing. And you're like, well, this is apples and oranges. This isn't fair. I'm pretty open yeah. about the injectables and stuff like that online just because I do think, you know, I've got girls in my hometown going, oh, well, you never age. And I'm like, listen, you can be a bedroom and button too. You just have to find the right person. <laughs> You yes, know. exactly. I mean, yes. Kat, you're, I mean, I, I, as an older, even you've obviously got a little bit older of kids too. It's so, I mean, you have to probably see that in the social media aspect and that's probably got to, you know, be really challenging. And and I'm going to be leaning on you too, as my girls, you know, as Jolie gets older and. It's so hard. So I have an 11 year old and I've actually been dealing with this because she does have a phone. She did have social media, but she currently does not because you know, I was going through, cause I go through her phone all the time and it's like, they're literally talking about, you want a curvier girl. I'm like, yeah. you are 11 years old. Yeah. Like when I was little, everyone wanted to be skinny. Like mm-hmm. she's skinny. She's beautiful. She's, I mean, all the things. And it's like that you just boys want curvier girls and girls that did, I was just like, what is happening? Like it's, yeah. it's scary. Cause it starts early. Yeah, the introduction is so much younger and, uh, you know, concepts are changing. Listen, if you look at most schools, you know, unfortunate enough, my kids are in private school, but still the concepts that are introduced there, uh, I think are, you know, they're they're fairly young for all of these things. But that's the way, you know, society is going. I think, you know, we have more information, more education, more, uh, you know, it's kind of drinking out of a fire hydrant as opposed to you know, a water fountain. Um, that's, you know, it's inevitable. And I think there has to be a way to teach it the right way. Um, otherwise, you know, we're going to run into the same concepts over and over and over. And I think as society, we're, do- we're doing that. We're slowly going down that path. It's repeated, repetitive, uh, you know, um, we were as a whole, we're looking for change, but we're doing the same things. And I think, that uh, this is one way of um, trying to introduce the concept early and, you know, whether it works or not, we'll, we'll definitely see. So with your, with your children's book that you wrote, I mean, I love, I love the the whole concept of it, obviously self-love. Can you just give um, like a, a, an overview of, of, about the book and, and obviously I'm going to get it to read to my girl every single night. So she knows. <laughs> you know what? I'll send it to you. Oh, no, no, no. Support. We support here. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You know, so the book on body positivity ultimately is nobody is the same. And so it introduces several little kids that all have our different shapes, sizes, 
uh, ethnicities. And uh, the ultimate goal at the end is to teach that, um, you know, we're all unique, we're all special, and we're all beautiful. And usually people who are bullies have something going on in their own life. So we even have to turn around and, and offer compassion. And so, uh, you know, ultimately the, the end of the book is that, you know, we're, we're all special, we're all unique, and that we should embrace that. Um, it's interesting because I, I have two books in the work and it works. And, and really, these are three things that I really try doing with, our, you know, my wife and I do with our kids. And um, the other two are, you know, being a gentleman isn't easy and being a lady isn't easy. You know, we're reintroducing some older or ancient concepts, uh, but it's what we do. You know, my wife's a Texan. Our kids say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, and, and we uh, expect it, you know, it's not emotional maturity, but it's, um, you know, obedience, <laughs> you know, being respectful, um, you know, things like that. So I figured I would just put it into uh yeah. Book form. Well, you're a Midwest guy. Love that. Yes, I am. Wisconsin. I boy. loved that. Our Midwest girls, minus cats, a southerner, but all right, all right. Michigan, Michigan good, girls. Good stock right there. <laughs> Hard workers. Uh, uh, where can our listeners find you and the book? Um, so you can order the book on Amazon. Uh, the the publishing company is called PDIC Puppy Dogs and Ice Cream. And, uh, you know, you, you can always find it via our website, which is uh, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Group dot com. You know, I think it's it's again, it's kind of an oxymoron. We're putting these two together. But if you if you peel back a few of the layers, it's uh, it, it isn't. It's congruent with my philosophy and the way I practice uh, plastic surgery. I love that. Well, thank you for coming on Wind Down. And um Thank you. Maybe for we'll see you in Los Angeles. Anytime right. you let us know. Uh, listen, I would love to to have you. So uh definitely get definitely stop by when you're in. Oh, I'm All stopping right. by. Look for my chart, doctor. <laughs> I, I will. I will. <laughs> Take care. Have a great rest of your week and weekend. All right, Bye. you too. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. 
work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey, I'm Lance Bass, host of the new iHeart podcast, Frosted Tips with Lance Bass. The hardest thing can be knowing who to turn to when questions arise or times get tough or you're at the end of the road. Ah, okay. I see what you're doing. Do you ever think to yourself, what advice would Lance Bass and my favorite boy bands give me in this situation? If you do, you've come to the right place because I'm here to help. This I promise you. Oh, God. Seriously, I swear. And you won't have to send an SOS because I'll be there for you. Oh, man. And so my husband Michael um hey that's me yeah we know that Michael and a different hot sexy teen crush boy bander each week to guide you through life step by step oh not another one Mm -hmm. kids relationships life in general can get messy you may be thinking this is the story of my life just stop now if so tell everybody yeah everybody about my new podcast and make sure to listen so we'll never ever have to say bye 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 Listen to Frosted Tips with Lance Bass on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, he was great. I can't wait to go see him. I can't even imagine, like... You literally have the body I would want, like the perfect body. And they're over here going, you all just want curvy. They want the Kardashians. Like, that's what's in everyone's mind now. And, and that's just, not even real. That's not no, real. Like, they have real. implants and they have things taken And I'm like, ah, uh, but yeah, we're, we're talking a lot about that. <laughs> it's interesting because I was, um, so Jolie, you know, her birthday's coming up this month and she has been asking for a phone. And I'm like, baby girl, you are seven. Like, mm-hmm. And so, but in my mind, I'm like, well, like maybe I can just get her a phone to like, just make she so that way I don't have to always communicate with my ex. I can just be like, I can just call her. She can call her dad when, you know, when she's with me. And, but I'm like, I don't even want her to have access to, I mean, obviously I would not have her have anything on there ever. You know what I mean? Like until she's 30, but like, I I still am like, I don't even want her to have a phone in her hand because I feel like it's just. Well, first of all, suggestion, I'm getting Ramsey like the gizmo watch so I can call, you know, they can call on their watch and they can do all that. I'm actually getting her that today, but also like I did it too early with Emmy. I will own that. I will be the first to say with, you know, we were at cheer comps and I wanted to be able to find her. I want, if I lost her, like there were reasons I did it. 
but I did it too early. How old were you? How old was she? She was, she had an iPod, which is basically kind of what you're saying where they can just do a few things on it at eight. Okay. She started cheering when she was five. It was too early. I shouldn't have done it. And then I think nine, I think I got her a phone. I didn't let her on social media then. And I let her on social media too early too. I mean, I will own all of that. I watch all of it. So in my mind, it's like I'm keeping an eye on it, which is better than a lot. I'm learning a lot of people don't keep an eye on anything. Um, But, you know, it's just this fifth grade year, y'all, they start like, you know, it's everything we were talking about probably and bickering about and talking about at school or on the weekends. But now it's on the phone. Well, we also weren't as inundated. Like we didn't have... You know, I remember watching like there was some study because I I went to school for marketing communication. I remember there was some study that showed us the amount of ads or the amount of images we saw Mm. portraying the perfect body image by the time we hit a certain age. And I can't remember any of that because I don't remember anything anymore because I have mom dementia. But I remember it being an astronomical amount. And that was before social media came. So now we are like these girls are... I mean, everywhere that they are, even if they're not on social media, their friends are, even if they don't have a phone, their friends do. And they're sending, that's the thing. Like she has several friends. Well, I'd say maybe a few friends that didn't have a phone until like now or whatever. There, I mean, there's a group chat with 25 kids on it. I'm just like, you are opening yourself up because then people start not necessarily bullying. I won't say I've seen actual like bullying, but they start kind of being, you know, like, it's not okay, but like we all did it, you know, kind of in our like kind of being mean to that person or that person in a way. Maybe we didn't all do it, but we all had our, but it's now it's, it's on text message. I'm like, so-and-so's can screenshot that and send it. And so-and-so like, you have to understand what you're putting in writing also can live with you for the rest of your life, you know? So it's just, there's so many lessons. There's so many things in it. And I hate for them to feel out of the loop. Like if I took her phone away right now, it would definitely change her dynamic, good or bad. You know, I mean, everyone communicates on on there. Um, but I don't know, had she not had one, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know, it's hard. It's so hard. I don't even- so That's the thing. That's, that's where I'm like struggling because I'm like, all right, she'll get made fun of if she doesn't. So then she'll have a hard time in school. And if she does have it, then there's issues there. And, and it's like, I'm I'm thinking back to like, you know- even in middle school, yeah, middle school was tough. High school, there was some like, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember there was like this um, uh, powder puff football thing. And the, there was like this list of the hit that the people they wanted to to make sure they hit. Mm-hmm. And I was on that list. And I was like, oh, I hate this. Why do they like hate me? So um, that was, that was. I mean, I remember that, but I just, I can't imagine having social media. And it's like a part of me is like, I don't even want Jolie to ever have that. But then at the same time, it's, it's like, I wish social media wasn't for comparison and, you know, being, being nasty because the comments that people say, I mean, I've now developed at least thick enough skin. It still hurts to read negative comments. I mean, we don't like it. You know, they said things about all of us and it's not nice. And it's like to have your daughter, our daughter, my daughter, my or my son read those things about themselves. And then, you know, the everything else that kids talk about that's scary. And I'm just like, oh, I just, that piece of parenting, I'm like, I don't even know what's, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like, And I haven't really dealt with like the negative comments on social media yet. I watch it so closely 
that like, you know, she hasn't been like attacked or bullied on social media yet. But what I'm testing and really paying attention to is kind of Kristen, what you said, because they're just scrolling. They're just watching video after video after video. And I'm like, what are they seeing? What's getting in their head to cause them to talk and think the way that they are? That's kind of where I'm at more. I think once they get middle school, high school, they start bullying more on social media for sure. We have friends of ours that have, um, she thought she was, and this is like, I would say more so just a heads up. And I'm sure there's people listening that would already know this, but I was like, I don't know why it shocked me, but we had friends of ours who have a high schooler and she was like, oh, I'm on, I follow her. And she always has this like wonderful content and she's so cute. And the people that follow her are sweet and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then she finds out there's another account. Oh yeah. And so then she's like, well, I don't have, I don't have access to that account of my daughter's. And then that account, I mean, I've got to be honest. It's scary to me how these girls are dressing. It's scary Mm -hmm. to me. They're learning it all so innocently, truly, because it's just all around them. Like the sexy, the crop tops. It's what's in style. I'm wearing a crop top right now. And I feel like a bad mom when I wear that. Cause, cause I'm like, what am I showing? Then what am I showing my daughter? It's, it's a hard my boobs are out. I'm like, it'll get harder as that gets older to be like, Hey, you can't wear that. If you're wearing it. Like, I do think that that can get, but it's also kind of like, there's a lot of things they can't do. I can do. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's a hard, I think we just have to stay slow and steady and just really aware and real open. I think the conversation, I mean, listen, Jana and I have our oldest love is seven today. So it's not like I'm not, I, I just, it overwhelms me so much. Everyone's like, oh, I can't wait till my kids are older and they can do this and they can do that. And I am like, freeze time, please. Because everything you're talking about overwhelms me so much. It makes my throat close. Yeah. But I think we just have to be slow and steady. Good mom friends, friends that have gone before us, the moms that know the tricks and the apps and the things they can watch for. I think that as long as you're paying attention and you're aware, you're already leaps and bounds above ahead of everybody else. Exactly. And I hate to say that, but I've been disappointed and shop to see how many people don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, think I like that- it. And I like, yeah, you said too, Chris, like leaning on, like it's like, you know, Catherine, I'm going to be leaning on you heavily for, you know, things that, you know, because obviously you've got an older daughter. So, I mean, I love the gizmo, gizmo watch idea versus, you know, the other thing. And yeah. And I, I think something I, I, I try to do too, like every morning and night, I'm always just like, trying to reaffirm I'm like you're beautiful you're enough and just uh, ingraining that in her brain because I'm like this was the pivotal six was my childhood trauma age where I didn't feel good enough and I felt like you know so it's like I'm I'm like all right this is the, this these are the years that I have to really do everything that I can do to like ingrain that she's like pretty and beautiful and kind and nice and like enough and mm-hmm. oh I well, know <laughs> I know we all take it motherhood Uh, I know it's just because it's just scary and we have someone in my family who you know obviously I won't I won't say but like she's she's in high school and you know even just like I don't want to live and it's just like you are in high school and it's just it's just it's just it's just sad and I just wish like for like I I love I obviously use social media as a as a marketing tool and as an income for my family so that, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for social media and what it's done for, for, you know, for, um, supporting my family. And 
I also love that we can reach out to people and and um, kind of do this together. But the negative, the negative side of social media, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I hate for it to go away, but I just, I don't want, I, I don't like the negative side of it. As a girl who had a back brace and an inhaler in seventh grade, I'm so glad social media did not exist. I cannot imagine. I mean, I know the things that were said about me just from what I heard. Imagine. That's the thing. You get behind those thumbs and uh uh-huh. That's really scary to me. And And we have to protect our little people because it's not even about like, we try to anchor in a little bit here, like what God says about you, what mom and dad say about you, what, you know, like just so that it's built so sturdy that you hope that that first like punch or hit or like the first trauma Jana's talking about, like doesn't destroy them. And, but it all, I mean, you guys, we both, all three of us know you collect those little tidbits over life, tiny little chip aways. And then before you know it, you're talking to Dr. Lakey about getting a nose job on a podcast that reaches everyone at iHeart, you know, like, what do you, I mean, is this real life? I think too, something that, you know, just a, a call out for people that are listening, because I know there are the the Reddit trolls that come on and listen just to tear us down and to say mean comments. So, you know, for those people and that want to go and comment, just remember that we're all human. We all have feelings. We all like, it, it's so much easier to be kind because you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what they've gone through, what they're going to go through. And it's like, it's just, it's so much easier to just be kind. Like there's no, like, why be hateful or hurtful or leave negative comments or be nasty to someone or say like, oh, she's got this, or that's, a you know, she's fat or she's too thin, or she's got a big, it's like, just be nice. Like, I don't understand why you have to be mean. Because we have feelings. I would challenge the people that feel the need to comment to take before you hit the first key in your negative comment about someone that you don't know. I would just challenge you to take a, a look inward to see what it is about yourself that you dislike that is making you feel the way you feel to reach out and be hateful to someone. Because I think that's the pause that society is missing. It feels to me like we're so quick to judge and to listen. I've been that person too. I've never really been a mean girl. I don't think I'm sure there's someone listening. That's like, Oh, beg to differ. Um, <laughs> but I was, mean girl, I was mean girl a lot. And I just look back and I'm like, listen, I don't know. I can't say her name, although it's, it's literally like podcast gold. If you could know her real name, because it's two first names. And I refer to her as the girl with two first names, but the girl with two first names probably actually had a lot going on at home in high school. And I didn't know that, but I, you know, at that age, you're not willing to like, you can't really think that way. So I just, I would just challenge before you start to type, take two seconds and wonder about what it is about yourself or your story, or your baggage, or your hurt, or whatever that makes you feel like you want to attack someone like us, for instance, or anybody. Yeah. Um, But I love you girls. And we'll be back next week together. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.